Welcome to Divorce Smart, a podcast where we discuss the divorce process from practical solutions to outrageous behaviors from future exes. Along the way, we hope you learn a thing or two, how to improve your outcome and hold on to your wealth with your host, best-selling author, Adam Weiss, a divorcee and better for it. Welcome back to another session of Divorce Smart. I am your host, Adam Weiss. Today's episode, we're going to dive into professionals that you should have on your team during the process and preferably before you start your divorce. And we'll start first with financial advisor. You may be thinking to yourself, why would we start with a financial advisor and not an attorney if we're going through a divorce process or thinking about getting divorced? Well, for one, your financial advisor will tell you how much you have, how much you're invested in, how much you're going to lose, if any, and how to build a strong portfolio during the process of your divorce. In most states, your 401k, Roth, IRAs, regular IRAs, and such forth, stocks, individual stocks and bonds, are divided equally between opposing parties at the end of the divorce. So while you're making your investments, do you want to continue to invest your money into the market that knowingly you will end up splitting in half? Or do you put it in a lower type of asset like a money market fund to grow slowly so you don't lose as much when you have to divide up your funds? That is a very good question. And basically, a financial advisor will let you know what they think after analyzing your funds and your potential growth and gains down the road after you're divorced. It is something to keep in mind when you're investing during a divorce process that you are still going to be most likely splitting those assets with your soon-to-be ex-partner. While always making more in the market, it'll end up being less of a loss to you if you have major gains in the market when you divide up your money at the end. Today's podcast, we're going to dive into a few relationships that you'll have with an advisor and picking an advisor if you don't have one already, or if you share with your soon-to-be ex and advisor to find out the next new advisor financial planner that you can obtain through friends or a referral at work would be good for an interview process to decide if they can help you along the way during your journey of divorcing and after your divorce. So one of the key questions that we ask a financial planner or any other professional for that matter is, what am I paying for? What am I getting out of this? What are the benefits of going with you under this type of service versus somebody else down the street? While referrals are probably the best option for all of us, if we know somebody who has a financial planner who does well by them, that is a good place to start. But each individual has their own end goals as well as exposing yourself to the fact that you're getting divorced and other people knowing this information. So before you pick the financial advisor, let's start with what should you gather information-wise before the actual meeting of somebody that you want to discuss your financials. So if you can, gather all your statements for at least the past year, your financial statements, your bank statements, your investments, what your portfolio consists of, if it's mutual funds, what type, how long have you invested in them, the amount in each mutual fund that you're invested in, if you have individual stocks, how much you have, what is their worth today, 
when you're going into the meeting. Those are the kind of things that you want to have ahead of time before your first meeting. So it could be a productive meeting rather than a meet and greet and see if you like the person or not. You'll be able to determine more so the information that they give you if it's relevant as far as your portfolio weakness and strengths are at the moment rather than just a meet and greet where you see if you personalities match or if they clash. You'll find that out during the evaluation. Under normal circumstances, as a rule of thumb, investors usually pay a fee based on the assets under management. So depending on which firm you go with, if it's a major firm, they'll have a percentage evaluation on your existing portfolio and then a fee structure based on that. But remember, if your assets are being divided during the divorce process at the end, you're going to have less money in most cases. So is that fee structure going to be adjusted for that? That's something you would want to ask them up front. If that is the typical billing process for them based on your portfolio fee structure. Another form of income for advisors is actually charging you a fixed fee for financial planning. And this, again, is based on your assets and what a typical situation is based on your portfolio and the past performance portfolios under their management. They may suggest an actual fixed fee for the year or for the monthly basis to evaluate your funds. And finally, there are financial planners who will actually do an initial fee or by the hour evaluation. Something that I'm more comfortable with, and if you're not new to that advisor or they're new to you, is to do an hourly rate at first to evaluate your portfolio. And you can see yourself with your quarterly statements or monthly statements, how much fees are taken out of your investments. And then that way you can add the financial planner's fee on top of that going forward if those are the same investments that you're going to keep during the divorce process and or after your divorce. Looking at your monthly or quarterly statements or logging onto your account online before it gets locked out during the divorce process, if you are jointly owned with your soon-to-be ex-spouse and print out your statements, there's multiple types of fees and fee structures that can vary from one firm to another. As an investor, you should feel comfortable asking an advisor to help flesh this out. And again, the advisor should be willing to share fee information candidly when they are talking to you about evaluating your portfolio and moving forward with them. Once you establish a relationship with a financial advisor and they're looking at your portfolio, you basically want to know at the current rate, how does my investment performance stack up? Like if you had an investor beforehand helping you, financial planner helping you, with your investments, how did the past performance work with the market or better than the market? And how does the new financial planner see your portfolio going forward? One of the key factors is when you compare your portfolio performance, make sure it's with the appropriate market benchmarks. While investments don't always 
line up perfectly with the SP 500 or the Russell small index funds or large cap funds. For example, worth raising the question if your returns are significantly lower than any type of benchmark that is out there. And going forward, how would they adjust your portfolio? Always remember the market will be fluctuating and that no advisor can sit there and guarantee you a certain rate of return in a market up or down regardless. But during your divorcing process, it's one of the last things that you want to be concerned about when you're doing it. I think there's a concern if an advisor is making dramatic changes to a portfolio asset mix or so forth in the down market or allocating your assets in another direction that you're not comfortable with. You should be able to feel comfortable yourself to sit there and ask why they suggest this. And if it's based on experience with others going through a divorce, that they recommend this route of investment for you. The next, what should be on your mind and question is, how does an advisor communicate with you? Most is a collaboration and understanding of your needs and your expectations. Ideally, with an advisor relationship, you want to evaluate what the information they gave you, as well as expert advice. Most advisors do a quarterly basis type of newsletter or reach out and contact their clients and see how things are going. But during the divorce process, you may need a little bit more attention like on a monthly basis, depending on how the process is going for you in the court system and resolving your, your divorce that you may want to reach out to them sooner to evaluate your investments and change of allocations of your assets in your portfolios based on the response and the duration of your divorce is taking place. Is this something that the advisor is willing to do? More contact with you based on their fee structure, or are they going to stick with the quarterly type of investment? information, newsletter, so forth. Another question of area that you would want to discuss is how up-to-date is your advisor on the industries? And are they conservative? Are they more aggressive? Do you want to be aggressive during your divorce process, or do you want to be more conservative and at a lower asset rate, like I described at the beginning of the podcast, or do you want somebody to be constantly looking for that next investment idea for you so you can increase your funds during the process? This is something that you should feel comfortable discussing with them and the duration of them being a financial planner if they have a balanced portfolio in mind and if they're quick to change directions for you and you're comfortable with that based on how your divorce process is going. One of the more key and important factors with a, a financial advisor during your divorce process is you want them to tell you straight and in plain English what your portfolio performance is and any type of future growth, if at all, during that. You want them to be able to explain to you mathematically in the most simple form of this is the amount of money you have in your portfolio, subtract it. The fee structure, this is what's remaining, and then divide that again based on your tax bracket, what is truly left after inflation and so forth. It should be in plain English and you should be able to understand it. And if not, you should be able to ask questions so it is explained 
to your liking so you understand moving forward with this person because it is a long-term relationship you'll have with them after the divorce to gain back money that you possibly can lose during the divorce process. I think one of the key factors is when you have a financial planner that you're thinking ahead down the road, that you want to be able to earn more money with your investments after the divorce. So based on the amount of money that's come out of your accounts for the divorce itself, it's usually much higher than most people think, and it's at a loss. And or if your 401ks and Roth IRAs are divided, you are pretty much at half of what you were during your marriage on most cases. Sometimes you gain if your ex-spouse had more in their portfolio and they were investing more aggressively than you, then you may come out ahead, which is all good. But depending on the market, when you do get divorced, if it's down or not, and when the funds are transferred, they're normally transferred into a non-aggressive type of fund. And then you need to work with your financial planner to put it in the right mutual funds for yourself after your divorce. So it's always a key to educate yourself and ask them for down the road what type of aggressive type of investments that they would recommend that the possibility of you gaining what you had lost during the divorce process and how long and duration that would take to get that money back and then grow it. Most financial planners would be able to plug into the computer system and most softwares to give you approximate time frame unless how much you add into the portfolio or able to enter into the portfolio or if you put any more money into the accounts, how it would it grow from there based on historical past, which are not guaranteed as everyone knows. While it's difficult to think about your investments when you're going through a divorce process because there's so many things in the air that you are concentrating on, when you evaluate your portfolio, remember it's just a picture in time, that it's not forever, that it is at this rate or this dollar amount. So when you look at the forecast down the road, especially those who are getting divorced later in life and you're thinking about retirement, Is this going to delay your retirement age that you are shooting for goal-wise? Or is there another way of selling assets and changing your portfolio up so that you can end up retiring after the divorce at a regular age rather than many years down the road? I think that's one of the key factors that some of the people have asked me questions about what the divorce process, and I hope today that we address some of them. At least this is the basics of the process of evaluating a financial planner and some key questions. But the key is always be prepared for any of these type of meetings to have all the data that you can obtain from your accounts, and you can do the math as well, straightforward, finding out the fees and the costs of your portfolio at the time, and then having a financial advisor come in, what additional cost that would be, but you want to see the return of your investment if you go with a individual financial advisor, or if you go with one of the big firms 
and they stick you in index funds, how are you down the road going to be better off with investments with them? And the end is you want to feel comfortable in this relationship, unlike you divorcing your ex-spouse. You want to be able to trust the people with your money and that they have your full investment ideas and not a salesmanship where they're going to try to sell you on a particular fund or portfolio. You want variations. You want options. You want to see the time frame of if you invest in a certain amount of index funds or actively traded management funds, how is that going to look five years, 10 years, or 15 years out? And like I said, if you're divorcing later in life, what we call the gray divorce, anything over the age of 45 or 50, you want to see what time frame it is that projected that you'll be able to retire. Does this affect your retirement? Regardless of any financial windfall down the road from the divorce and or other assets. Also, you want to discuss with your financial planner some type of life insurance policy if you have existing one, if you should be thinking of a universal life insurance or a term life insurance, which most people know term life insurance is the cheapest to invest in is just in case you pass away, if you have children and you want them to have their education paid for and secured for their future that they know that they would have an additional income to invest from your life insurance policy and or if they have a life insurance policy that some people argue isn't a great avenue for investments. But if you look at it from a long-term perspective, you can ask them the pros and cons of different type of life insurance policies if you're investing in it, if you're getting a return on them down the road as you mature out of the life insurance policy, if it's not a term policy, if that's something that you should be invested in. And again, remember that people are living longer and the question of outliving your funds has been a factor over the last few years. If you can't catch up with your investments after the divorce because of your age and your income does not increase from your occupation or at your work? Is this another avenue of investment that you should be asking about to the financial planner? So to recap, what are we looking for in a financial planner is somebody that you can actually trust who has your back as far as your investments during the divorce process, if they have experience with other divorced people going through the process, what type of portfolio they had them in would be beneficial to you based on your occupation and situation, if it's similar or if it's completely opposite. The other factor is that somebody you can trust to give you a balanced view. You want the worst case scenario as well as the upbeat scenario of your investments going forward. And the key is the time factor. You really like to know how long it will take for you to recoup your money and or to increase your money. The bottom line is you want to be able to Trust the person that is investing for you and or if you're doing it by yourself, investing 
and having a valuation from somebody that they give you an outlook, pessimistic as well as optimistic opportunities in the current market environment and the future in the duration of your divorce, because you do not know how long it will be that you can continue to invest in your portfolio and or if you need to stop investing in your portfolio due to the divorce and the lack of funds to put into your mutual funds and retirement plan. If you're unable to obtain a financial planner before you go see your attorney, that is one of the questions you may want to ask them on your first visit if they do have a financial planner for you to reach out to as a referral from your attorney as to sit down and take a look at your portfolio ahead of time based on your experience with investing. You're always thinking ahead, the next step ahead as far as your future after the divorce. So during the divorce, your focus is on getting things resolved and moving forward in court with your attorney, but at the same time, knowing that your investments are in good hands and or you're on the right track if you're investing on your own. So I think it's worth at least an initial visit if you have to pay a fee to get a number of portfolio evaluations from different advisors. So at the end of your divorce, you can pick one at the end to help you with your investments. Like all things, you have to keep in mind the time frame that you have based on your age and your actual investment amount that you currently have in your portfolio and the division of reduction of your portfolio at the end of the divorce when you're making your final evaluation of the portfolios presented to you. Remember, you don't have time on your hand if you're older and that you would like a more aggressive outlook. That is one avenue. If you're younger, you want to be able to retain as much as you can. But also at the same time, the bottom line, I think everyone understands is that you want to gain money from your investments because you'll definitely be losing money during the divorce process, the division of your assets. So you always want to look at your portfolio as to save you money and to make you more money down the road. Until next time, stay safe and keep on sending those questions to me. And I look forward to talking to you next time. I know some of your listeners may not have access to your financial information. If your spouse was the one that did the investments and had all the information through their company and you did not have a active retirement fund investment. So from this aspect, the key is to talk with your attorney and try to obtain all the financial records, either through motion or subpoena, before the discovery so that they can evaluate as well as you what actually is in the marital assets of retirement so that you can go to a financial planner and have it evaluated that way. Not everybody listening has all that information readily available. So I understand that in one of the initial conversations you'll have with your attorney on the first visit is how to obtain those financial records, as in obtaining a password or the website to the financial assets 
so you can actually see what the starting amount of assets are in the maternal marital account so that when it comes to division and investments, you'll have some idea rather than a surprise at the end of a divorce where many people find out that the money has been spent or has been changed into another account, which we'll cover in other podcasts as far as hidden assets and where to look for them. But a key thing right now for those who don't have access to their retirement portfolio is to have a conversation with their attorney to obtain that information so that you can go to a financial planner and have an evaluation of that particular portfolio. Thank you for listening to another episode of Divorce Smart with best-selling author Adam Weiss. Please hit subscribe and follow us on Spotify. Check out the book, Divorce Smart, How to Thrive and Come Out Whole, available on Amazon and at other great bookstores.